You played trumpet. I did. You know how good this is that I'm doing. No, your mouth trumpet is good. Hello and welcome to the Fizzle Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wow, sorry about that. (laughs) My bad. We've built our businesses as independent entrepreneurs, and in this show, we talk all about the hows, whys, whats, tips, tricks, and lessons learned toward the goal that you don't have some list or some set of rules to follow, but rather some sort of like an internal fire, a spark of some kind, some insight to take you to the next step. Your hosts are, if we were superheroes, Corbett would be Professor Xavier from X-Men, seriously smart and a born leader who knows what people need and can lead the charge to stay on track and get things done. Why do you ask questions which you already know the answers? Caleb, he'd be Batman, knows the tech and gadgets, a quieter personality, but when he does speak, everybody listens. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Chase, he'd be Iron Man. Very jokey and sarcastic, flirty, arrogant. But don't let his personality fool you. He gets the job done. It's quiet moments like these when I realize what a superhero I am. That one comes to us from Joe and Bree within Fizzle. Thanks, guys. In this episode, we have all felt lost and lonely in a room full of people. Sweaty hands, awkward voice. What should I say? Who, Who should I go up to? Uh, what should I say when I get there? Uh, nobody wants to feel like that, but we've all felt it before. So in this episode, we dive into 15 honest techniques to, to meet new people. No sleazy stuff, no tomfoolery, just the honest-to-God challenge of being yourself, making friends, and increasing your network. Because your network is your net worth. <laughs> more on more on Jim Rohn later in the show. Follow along at home at fizzleshow.co slash 61. I'll be back after this conversation to fill in any gaps. So let's get into it. <laughs> it must sound like that. <laughs> All right, I'll turn off the sketches of Spain. Mm, do I ever love that album? You guys, how you doing? It's, it's Friday. I'll try to talk quieter so it's less, less reverby. Wow, it... Really has some life to it, this room. I feel like we're in a hall giving a talk. It's good. <laughs> that was what we call mouth fizzling out. Mouth trumpet. <laughs> Nothing anybody likes more than a mouth trumpet. I mean, hey guys, just trumpets in general. Hey, welcome to the Fizzle Show. We're going to lay down some trumpet tracks for you today. You think uh, people are going to hear this, the, the difference in room here? We should just say that we're doing it live. You played trumpet. I did. You know how good this is that I'm doing. No, your mouth here. trumpet is good. I, it's I, better than my real trumpet. How's my hair? Strong. Real strong. <laughs> It's like my mouth trumpet. Yeah. It's strong mouth trumpet. Um, just ask my wife. So, Caleb, you're okay? You're, you're okay? You're doing good over there? Yeah, I'm ready to go. You're in, you're in San Diego. San, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego. Do you guys get sick of Anchorman humor down there, Caleb? Hmm. Do you? No, I think it's the only cultural reference people have to the city. So, I think that people uh. just accept it. What about uh, Point Break? Was that in San Diego? Top Gun. Oh. Top Gun's another one. Yeah. Yep. Point Break was everywhere. Come on. I mean, they follow the perfect storm at some point. You might remember that. What? Remember at the end, they're in Australia, and they go to the perfect storm. Yeah, okay. I Mm. guess you're right. I'm going to go ahead and turn off my phone. Okay, so guys, what are we we getting into today? I have notes for it, but Caleb, why don't you tell me what we're getting into, man? So you wanted to do a conference kind of episode, but we kind of broadened it a little bit to just meeting people. Well, let's talk about why are are we doing a conference episode today? Because WDS is in one week which is World Domination Summit, takes place in Portland, Oregon, put on by Chris Gillibo and a bunch of other volunteers. And it's a conference we go to every time. Gillabo. <laughs> Gillabo. He's Spanish. He's Spanish. He's a director. I love you it. may have heard of him. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I had no Dark. Yeah. <laughs> Gillabo del Cris. <laughs> <laughs> He's the guy who did that Monsters vs. Alien movies. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> 
<laughs> Monsters versus robots. I mean, God, you remember that? That was a good conversation too. Uh, we should say uh, we're continuing the the trend of send us an email at heyguys at fizzle.co. Or hey f***ers at fizzle.co. Ooh, ooh going to put a marker in there. <laughs> naughty, naughty Portland. Naughty Portland? Naughty Corbett. Sorry, I just, I like turning up the mic so loud that, that I just like to hear my own voice. <laughs> really? That's, a trick. that's, that's a different trick. from your normal liking it's when a, you like to speak so loud trick. that you can hear your own it's voice. It's a trick. It's a rich, rich tip. But hold on. We're going to, we're, you know, Gilabo del, del, del <laughs> yeah, Cristo. Yeah, we got, we got sidetracked. Caleb, Gilabo del Christopher. Um, but yeah, we wanted to, uh, it, WDS is in one week. And a lot of people in our audience are going to be at WDS. And a lot of them uh, won't be able to make it, but they'll be going at other, two other conferences this year, right? Yeah. So the, the question we're getting at is you're at a conference. Well, no, not necessarily. I think we oh, want anywhere. We want to talk just about how to meet people in yeah. general. We're talking so conferences we're, are a big piece of we're that. We're talking but. about specifically how do you meet new people? Because we know how critical it is to how critical a network can be. I mean, Corbett, in your own story, tell me what role a like a network of people making friends who are in the quote unquote biz or whatever has been to your business. Well, uh, first of all, it just makes things more fun because it can be oh, sort of doesn't uh, it though lonely to do things by yourself without friends. Um, but it also has served as sort of an extended mastermind. It's really great to grab coffee with someone who you consider a friend that you can confide in and really talk about your business and get honest yeah. feedback from them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, somebody who can sort of follow your story from month to month and kind of watch you evolve and know what's going on and ask you like, Hey, what happened to that project you were working on or whatever. So it's nice to be able to talk to people um, it also has really helped just numbers wise, uh, with a number of launches, you know, when we launched, uh, traffic school or start a blog that matters or even fizzle all over the years, having a group of people to be able to call on and just to say, Hey, we've got this thing coming out. Um, you know, whether you'd like to do something formal with us, or if you just want to support yeah. our launch and tell people about it or whatever, uh, that's been a really tremendous way to get the word out. And the cool thing is, you know, it can be kind of a lot of work to reach out to strangers and like hope that they're going to help you with a launch or, you know, do some affiliate promotion for totally. you or something. It's just draining. It doesn't feel right mm -mm. to reach out to people that you don't know. Yeah. But when it is just a friend or a group of friends that you might happen to have coffee with or uh, go out for cocktails with and you just are talking about what you're working on, then as friends, usually these people want to support you. You know, they want to see you succeed. And so yeah. when you talk about what you're working on, they're like people, and I do this for friends all the time. You know, it's like, oh, hey, well, tell me when that comes out. And I'd love to have you on as a guest on my show or write a blog post about your launch or whatever. It's just a great way to get support that way. So I don't know. There are a whole lot of different ways that it helps. You never know. Eventually, like people that you meet might become business partners like you and I have, Chase, or know. Caleb I and I know. met at a conference first as well, and same with Barrett. So you never know when you meet people and grow your network, like how those might lead to opportunities on one end. On the other end, just having friends and having people to talk to is huge. Caleb, has there been any moment, like it specifically, where that you can remember sort of a contact or a person, a friendship with someone that developed from a conference or something like that, besides obviously placing you in your, in, in working with Corbett in the beginning, where that kind of thing has changed the course of your life? Yeah, I think so. Like the people in my mastermind group, Barrett being one of them, now he works with us, but yeah. Nathan Barry, him and Barrett and I just kind of met each other the first day of WDS, I think the second year, just randomly. Mm -hmm. And now we talk pretty much every week. And so having those people as like a sounding board in a mastermind group week to week, hear what they're working on, help them with their stuff, like that's definitely changed trajectory for me. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And how he, I mean, uh, not to be cliched about it, but um, Scott Dinsmore, our friend Scott Dinsmore's SD. favorite, favorite uh, phrase is uh, the Jim Rohn quote mm -hmm. about how you are. Who the, was Jim Rohn? He's a, a sassy, motivational guy. Yeah. Um, hold on, hold on. One of the originals. If you, it, imagine, imagine if you didn't know who Joe, Jim Rohn was or anybody, but you're yeah. like, hmm, I've got an idea for a character. He's a sassy, motivational guy. Yeah. What, 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 does, that, what does that mean? Like how do, it means how does that person his hands on his hips. Yeah. So here's the thing. Here's what I know about when I failed myself. Kind of. A little more whiny. He's a little more you like are, smug and whiny. <laughs> okay. 
So I was like, like so a Woody I want no. Speaker. He he doesn't talk like a like an effeminate valley I wanted, guy. I wanted I wanted to do something important with my life. No, it's See, more how like, do you be it's sassy? More like, it's more like you gotta make yourself more valuable. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. It's something like that. Oh my goodness, you totally nailed it. Now I get it. Okay, got you it. Get it? Got You've it. probably heard him before. I've never YouTube. heard him before. Okay, so let's throw. Uh, let's find a good Jim Rohn clip and put it in the show notes okay. on this. Because I know Zig Ziglar, because but I don't Jim, Jim he's, Rohn. He's just kind of, he's a good kick in the ass when you listen to him. It's like, yeah. you can bitch and moan about your situation, and you can bitch and moan about how other people do, you know, make more progress than you do, or make mm-hmm. more money than you do, or have a better life than you do. But it's all up to you, and he has all of these these frameworks. Like, yeah. you know, if if everyone around you is mediocre and average, then that's what you're going to be. Mm-hmm. If you up your game and you meet people who are doing inspiring things, then suddenly, as SD says, mm, uh, what once seemed impossible now seems like, how, how could I not do that? Because everyone else I know, like if you wanted to run a marathon, if you knew no one who ran marathons, yeah. you're just sitting there thinking 26.2 miles, like that's crazy. But if suddenly you start hanging out with people who have all run marathons, then it's like, well, shit, I have to yeah, do this because everybody else. Of course, of course. So, for, so as Caleb said... Well, but I don't even know if you mentioned the quote, because the quote was, you are the sum of the five closest people you hang out with or something, right? Yeah, average. you are the average the of average. the five if people you, were the you hang sum, out with. you could be pretty amazing. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, clearly not a, not, a, not a cell cell guy, not yeah. a spreadsheet guy. Right. You know, that's Excel, not my strong Excel guy. So yeah. as Caleb said, I mean, imagine how powerful that is for him. Now he spends time with Barrett and Nathan Barry and Pat Flynn, and yeah. Caleb has changed who he hangs out with on a regular basis, mm-hmm. not to mention the lovely and talented face across the room from yeah, me here. The, mo- the dancing monkey of the fizzle team. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, so that's been huge and it's been huge for me and yeah. it's been huge for you. Obviously like you have a whole yeah. different sphere of people yeah. that you trick to come on to fake podcasts um, <laughs> that has changed your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So what I want to get, what I want to get into in this thing, I think what our whole goal here is I want specific like tips, tricks, hacks, soft tips, rich tips, hard costs about, how do I, I'm walking into a building right now. This will happen. This will happen to you at WDS this, yeah. this year or next year or at some conference or at some cocktail party or anywhere. You're going to walk into a party and you're going to be so excited to get there because it's like, hold on, I got I to gotta get there. I got to leave now because that means you're going to mean traffic and I got to get there on time and this, that, and the other. And you get there and then you're like, you walk in, you're like, oh my God, I don't know anybody. I'm a nobody. I don't know how to <laughs> and be. And then sometimes you just bolt for the door. Yeah. You're like, nope, I, oh. I don't have the energy. It's like primal. It's yeah. like primal. This isn't my village. Yeah. Like, oh no, I have right. got lost in the wilderness and this isn't my village. Okay. So before we get into that, yeah. um, this is really about connecting with people in general, right? This, this whole talk today, yeah. whether it's in person or not. But um, I think, I think all of us will agree that meeting people in person is the way to form really strong bonds. In fact, if we all think about the circles that we're in, some of them started online, but they all got really cemented when we finally met someone in person. Yeah. So, so maybe we can talk about how you kind of grease the wheels towards meeting people in person. Sometimes Mm -hmm. if you know them a little bit, online first sure. yeah. or over email or Skype or whatever, then you, you show up at a conference and you do know people. Let's jump in. I think that's number, I think that's tip number one. Mm-hmm. Right? I think that's tip number one is, is, um, you know, you know, in the Buddhist sort of thing, it's about awareness. And, and I like to talk or think a little bit also about intention. There's like awareness and intention and attention, right? All these words, you know, you could rattle on them in your little meditations for a million years because, they they are the you got a cone for us. <laughs> What's a cone? Uh, how do you say it? You know the the thing that you meditate on the, oh, the phrase. The, uh, well, I thought that was a, uh, a mantra. Uh, I think also I don't do that side of sort of stuff. I just do the breathing. Okay. I just basically okay. I sit there okay. and I listen to someone piped into my headphones, and I just l- slowly get stoned as I breathe too much All oxygen. Right. You guys, you just reached the far edge of our <laughs> knowledge of actual. <laughs> Buddhism. Only like a couple minutes. Yeah, I am. So. I am a practitioner. I am not. I'm a layman. Yeah, I'm a layman. Yeah. I'm You're a making layman. it up as you go along. Literally, like all of us are. Um, and which I think is very in line with the Buddha, right? And the way of, of things. But uh, but you know, where was that? Where were we talking about that though? So you were talking about intention, attention. Yes. Uh, thank you for that. Okay. So intention. Intention is uh, if you're in Fizzle and you haven't watched Chris Johnson's uh, founder story, you're you're missing out on something really, really wonderful. Uh, he gets into the idea of intention in any sort of client services 
any time when you need to find clients, anytime when you're doing independent work, anytime where you're, this idea of intention and his 10, 10, 10 thing, which we won't get into here. For me, when I started doing design for like the third time, when I was actually like kind of knew what I was doing, um, I had intention. I said, I know these are the specific, this is the specific crew. You can call it a niche if you want. This is the specific crew that I'm going to target and work with. Okay. And simply by nature of the fact of that intention, I found, I found, and this is not some secret, right? This is about, about essentially being able to go from, Oh, I just hope I get another client to, Oh, look, there's 25 people that I know of right. in that niche. And I'm going to go like, talk I know to, their names. I can email them. them. Exactly. Hey, you, you do web design. Oh, why not? Well, I don't, I can't find any clients. Well, who are you targeting? I don't know. I'm just kind of got an email out there or a right, website exactly. or whatever. It's like, okay, why don't you work for plumbers in your city? Why don't you go look for plumbers in your city? Just hound them down. Get yeah. to know them. Get to know them. Spend a month. Talk to every single one of them. Just try to encourage, like, like work for, for pennies to, to do the first one. That'll sell you into the next one. That'll sell you into the next one. Guess what? You're getting really good at plumber websites now. Yeah. And guess what? They're starting to, to, to lean on you for expertise. And guess what? Now, you know, so it's like when you have that intention of saying, I'm, fo-, and again, for me, kind of like what we got into the last episode, <laughs> when intention isn't about, I want to make this much money or I want to live like this or I want to travel here or there. Intention ends up being about the people that you can find that you can work for or serve, so to speak. Just as the, as that's the door to open up instead of like all the like mood boards about what watch you want or something. Um, that's when, that's when marketing defines itself. Like how you find these clients, how you actually yeah. sell them. That's the, same, the point of choosing an audience yeah. is, is so exactly. that, so that what you create appeals to them and so that you know where the hell to find them. Exactly. Where to go look. So in this context of meeting new people, intention plays a very powerful role, mm-hmm. right? So when I, uh, when I met you, Corbett, we were at Blog World in LA like several years ago and uh, I didn't know anybody except for one dude, Chris Pearson. Uh, and through him, I met a handful of other people just because I had to put in the work to get to know Chris because I was developing a lot of interesting thesis themes that he ended up really liking because it was promoting his thing. And then I was constantly asking him for, hey, I want to do this. How do I do that? And he was helping me. Right. Right. So because of that, I like intention started to form. Be, simply by nature of like being around a little bit of a high power guy, I started to be able to pick up on who was the high power people, like who's a Pat Flynn, who's a Derek Halpern, who's a Corbett, Corbett Barr, right? Who's, who are these people? Um, and now I'm like, okay, I'm getting to know them. I, I'm, I can be intentional about that. And now I have a, a, a goal, so to speak, you know? Yeah. Now here's, here we do, we, let me, let me wrap this up with a, a, okay. So you brought this up with the idea of getting to know people beforehand. Which is so intention is I like this. This is like this is getting down to business yeah, chase right yeah, now. This is getting bad. So intention is I feel like you're gonna try to make love to me later. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna you're gonna ask me for it later. That's what that's <laughs> Jeez, what my goal that's is how right now. <laughs> so um intention is 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 only part of the equation because and this isn't some secret stuff like i said this isn't about like if you put your positive energy into the world and the energy comes Wait, back to that's you not, what no 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 actually weirdly it doesn't work that way it works being human and a good and like just just being a generally solid person you uh, know? and and then like wanting something but then seeing the humanity in the people because let me try to unpack this a little bit intention yeah give us some specifics intention is where this am is i going woo woo um, yeah it's getting really woo woo right now it's sort of frustrating me even <laughs> intention is i'm going to wds i want to meet good people uh-huh. okay uh that's one way that's that, that okay that's one level we can also go deeper we can say okay let's say i'm a budding fi- fitness blog right a full blogger type and nobody knows me i i don't even know me i'm just starting like i just barely am just starting to do things right yep. first and foremost i got to have my site up right i got to i got to have something there right gotta, and, and, at least a page at least a page with a big bold statement on yeah, it best, and a picture of me best case scenario like picture of corbett bar yeah best case <laughs> me, scenario picture, picture of me picture of corbett bar for, on your site on your yeah best case scenario yeah best case scenario you can't find that i can i can't help you you know, that, just go to Google image search. So if I go to your website and you don't have a picture of Corbett, I know for a fact I'm not going to work with this person. Yeah. Cause I can't even find a picture of Cor- Corbett bar. No, but you, you have something up there and it shows, it, it shows me there's a lot. I mean, this is what we teach for a living. So I'm not just going to say, you know, just put up a website because you know how difficult that is. You got to have a great headline. You got to have a great, no, but, it, but know, your point, your point is, I think you want to have a calling I card. See something. You want people to, uh, to know that you take yourself seriously. Cause that's the other thing. When, when you're at a conference, you, um, you meet a lot of people. All of us meet a lot of people and you're kind of judging which of these people, uh, are serious about what they do to the point yeah. where 
it's worth spending time getting to hear their story yeah. to invest the time to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Cause that's where it all starts. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe it starts with the love of Fernet or something. And, and that's great if you happen to be just friends on that mm-hmm. level, but otherwise you're talking to people, you're getting to know what they're up to. And if you don't have, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have a site up, if you don't put a stake in the ground, yeah. then it's hard for people to remember you and it's, to remember what you stand for. So here's, here's the first part. Okay. Of intention is knowing who you are. Like, I can't get to know you unless you know who you are, right? Which doesn't mean you have it all figured out. It, but, but like, I, wanna, I want you to be able to say in some kind of fresh, authentic way, not fresh as in nobody's ever said it that way before, but just something that's true for you, something that's authentic. Here's who I am. This is what I'm looking for. Like, for instance, here's a, here's a great framework. Who, wh- where I am, like who I am, where I am, and where I want to go, right? You, so you could say, I am Chase. I live in Portland, Oregon, uh, where I am is like, I'm just getting started in my fitness business. Like for example, I have a picture of somebody else on the cover of my website. That's Corbett Barr. Cause right. he's, a hero, so super fit. he's a hero of mine. And I know that if people just see that face and they just start adding email addresses, places, right. But I've just started, I've put up my thing and I'm figuring it out, but here's where I want to go. I want to create fitness, uh, a, a fitness community of just a, like, just a, a, a small community of people who, who are doing it differently. Like I just focus on dumbbells, for example, or I just focus on the kettlebell or I just do those little TRX things or, or something. Give me something really small and, and specific that I can get into in some ways. Um, and we did an episode on the elevator pitch a while back. Caleb, if you could look up the number on that, yeah, we did an episode on that a while back that, that, that is also um, like, you know, gotta listen to that one because this idea of how do i in a you know quickie sort of way kind of tell someone what we do what i do and quick sweet it makes sense it connects we can kind of use it as a conversation piece and i can also like it doesn't have to rat hole on what i do for a living i can get into what you do for a living i can, I can understand this can be a dialogue yeah. instead of like me just like well did you know that 98 percent of people by the way i have twenty thousand twitter followers did you know that 98 percent of people mm, that's my favorite suffer from a little from a mild form of racism called racism nomopia I help people with that. <laughs> That's awesome. No, okay, so hold on. So I, where are you going with this? I'm falling apart over here. Is so this let, a t- are, what number are we on? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. This is going to become a new inside joke. I can already feel it. What number are we on? So I'm starting with intention. Yep. W- what I mean by that is n- name some people you want to meet there. Yeah, yeah. so, so ba- the opposite of that would be, oh, I'm going to this conference. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Now, but that, I mean, actually, I don't want to be too too dogmatic about this because... I'd met you. I didn't have any idea who you were. No, and but you were at the conference with intention to meet some folks. I was right? at the I was at the conference because I for sure. I mean, yeah, maybe the intention is just getting to the conference. But yeah. anytime you can do a little more work beforehand to get to know the kinds of, like who specifically is going to be there, right? I loved being uh, being able to talk to someone recently who I just met, and I knew that that person was going to be there, and I just did a quick little like glance at like who they are on Twitter, what they talk about, and things like that. And then in conversation, I was able to say like, oh, dude, you know what that that like Star Wars tweet that you had was like. I loved that. That was a perfect metaphor for what those you know yeah. first three ones were like compared to the latter. And it was like, oh, cool. This it's makes like Transformers doing it. It's like Transformers doing it. This kind of this kind of thing. Now all of a sudden, there's a context for this person for me. Yeah, it, like like b- both ways. Yeah, I think the know? big thing you had though is you had a gateway person, and you can have that before you go to a conference, but you can also just meet someone yeah. the very first day that starts to introduce you to people. Like I just went to Wistia Fest. And I knew some people that worked at Wistia, but I probably only knew like two or three other people that were there. Yeah. And it's just like you just have to go to the opening party and just open mm-hmm. up and have your elevator. And pitch I, yeah, I mean, and stuff like we that. should say that. Like, literally, so you- like, just go, just like, you're so scared and it's, and you're scared for good reason. I mean, this is what more people in the world are, are terrified of than anything else. Is, a, is essentially, you know, public speaking, essentially, right? Yeah. And this is different than that. You're not talking, you're not addressing it, but like, talking this to is agoraphobia. This is a thing. This is, the talking to strangers is yeah. freaking terrifying. Because you have to like prove yourself over and over again. You have yeah. your friends, they know who you are. They don't ask you yeah. who you are and what you stand for yeah. every time you see them. But new people, mm-hmm. you, you gotta like put your best I think it's forward. something very unnatural for us humans. Yeah. I just really do because because we were, we were like, like think about the last, you know, I don't know, 100,000 years of our species. We've been in villages. We've been in packs. We've been like, there, someone is introduced over a nine month growing period in, in one of the, one of the 
village person's bodies, you know, and then it comes in as a baby and everybody watches this baby grow up. Right. Every single person. Right. So, true. so imagine that. That's true. In comparison to. And tribes didn't just, really intermingle that much. Yeah, and, you, yeah. you, I mean, you, when you met a new tribe, when, yeah. when you did like that would have probably maybe once you a year. You just killed them. Yeah. You just killed them. Yeah. Like, or got killed by them. That's like true. you're terrified. That's true. Um, so, so, Caleb, so I'm, keep I'm, going. I'm curious, Caleb, did you, what was your strategy? Did you latch on to someone that you knew or someone new? And then did you have a good time meeting new people there? Well, the first thing I did was I went and said hi to people that I already knew, like just online. So people that I'd emailed with or tweeted with at Wistia and met some non-Wistia people that way. And then from there, it was just like kind of walking up to random groups of people that are standing there. And yeah, it's like the, one of the scariest things. You could did you do have like a line group. that you would start with? How's your father? <laughs> Which, by the way, oh, we never even finished this. Uh, that's another one that I've heard recently in an email. Favorite inside jokes from the Fizzle Show. Is how's your father? How's your father? Here, yeah. A little how's your father? People are digging that one. So, you, and by the way, if you haven't let us know yet, we're, we're tallying all these. Send an email to heyguys at fizzle.co and let us know what your favorite little kind of inside jokey thing is from the show. Watch bombs. No how's matter, your father? No matter how inappropriate it is. Yeah. This is our favorite kind, really. Okay. So you walked up, you said a little, hey, how's a little, how's your father? And they're like, uh, do you, are you okay? You need some water, big guy? <laughs> what did they say, Caleb? Well, I mean, when you don't know anyone at all. Yeah. And luckily there was name tags or there's badges at conferences and stuff. And you can be like, yeah. oh, hey, whatever. And, you know, try to think of when you met someone for the first time. Do you remember the first thing they said ever? Like anyone no. you've ever no. met in your entire life. Do you remember the first thing they said? Probably not. So no. why do people stress out about it so much? Yeah, you're you're exactly right. I just met some. I was at a, a place recently where I met, met a bunch of people, and there was one guy. I like. I just really wanted him to like me. Like this is how I work. <laughs> I just really want people to like me. That anytime you need anything you need to know about my motivation as a character in a novel, I just really want people to like me. Yeah, if you want to get on Chase's good side, just <laughs> pretend like you really like him. And I'm like, this is going. My life is going great. <laughs> but I really wanted to this guy. I wanted to get close with this guy. I wanted to, to like him. We we seemed it, compatible. Uh-huh. And it was just, he was really hard to get to know. Super hard to get to know. Like, really, like, like, just never feel like, felt like he was excited about, like, like, I couldn't tell if he was, like, fending me off mm-hmm. or if he was just hard to get to know. And, and it, like, was actually a little bit sort of hurting for me for a little while. So you coaxed him to your apartment and, and murdered him? Well, I just used some drugs. Um, but no, I, eventually I got to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm forgetting who I am. And I, that fact that I know myself, the fact that I know who I am, that I have good friends. That people in my life, I know that I trust and love. They don't think I'm a piece of shit. They know that I can say bad things and that I am not maybe necessarily the the awesomest guy all the time. And you're politically incorrect. And I'm politically incorrect almost all the time. But but like I can rest in the fact that hey, at least a handful of people. I, I stay, first of all realize your identity is is in your tribe. This person does not get this new person. They don't. They don't control where you go and what you do in your life. They don't. They don't have any right to say who you are or whether or not your business idea is good or bad. Yeah. They only. Only your insecurities would invest that in them. Right. Right. So first of all, we we know who we are before we know before we get to know someone else. But I think you're bringing up another interesting point, and, and maybe this is a tip. I, I don't. I have zero clue what number we're on here, but. Um, I think that you can go in with all the intention in the world and you can research people and you can have ideas about things that you want to discuss with them when you do run into them. And that can be great when it goes well, but a lot of times it goes a completely different direction because mm-hmm. you know what? People sometimes in person are just completely different than you thought they were going to be. Yeah. And it's just not a good fit for you. And so you, yep. you kind of have to realize that you know, at the end of the day, you might go to a conference with... 10 different ideas of people that you want to meet and things that you want to talk about. And only one of those goes right, but that's fine because then you, you connect with that one person and then you kind of become conference buddies and you introduce him or her to some people, you know, vice versa happens. Mm -hmm. Really. You just have to, you just have to break the ice with like one or two people really well. And then all of a sudden, you know, you could start swapping who, you know, and your little circle expands. So hold on. So, okay. So here, uh, there are, I'm making this little list. Okay. Here's what we got right now. Okay. First of all, uh, intention and little research beforehand. Mm-hmm. And by intention, it just kind of means like, hold on, close your eyes and visualize. You're a walking, little game plan. Yeah. You walk into a room, like, who's there? And, and what's your, what do you, what do you want from this thing? Yeah. Okay. Second of all, which is, which is a part of that is know who you are. So in every conversation, you can be you. 
Yeah. And you, you know what I mean? Like there's just, which, which is listen to the elevator pitch episode, know how you're going to talk about your thing, but also know that you're not your thing. You're, you're somebody and, and, and you know that you're a person and so are they, they're not their thing. Right. So know who you are. Uh, third is some people aren't going to be a great fit. Right. I remember this very vividly in my mind when there was people like one guy specifically that I really wanted to get to know. Uh, and I, I did a little forethought. I did the work to know who I was. And I finally was in this position where it was like kind of like a, a natural thing to kind of sally up next to him and get to know him a little bit. And dude was a dick. Like, yeah. Dude, like, and I realized, I realized, uh, and actually, you know what? It wasn't even a dick. He was just, he was himself and it wasn't my kind of guy. Yeah. Right. So, uh, it wasn't, he was mean. It wasn't, it was this, that, and the other. It was just like, you know what? Like I do my, I didn't kind of do my own thing over here. Like, or like I, people like this really fire me up and, and you're just kind of doing your own thing. And if you ever need anything, let me know. But like, I'm over here, like kind of, and the people who, who give me life are not necessarily the people who are quote unquote somebody's right. somewhere. You know right. what I mean? They're not right. the people that you necessarily, so be, be prepared for like, some people aren't going to be a good fit for you. Yeah. And that's going to be okay totally. because there's so many tribes. Okay. And then finally fourth, uh, which that, that brings me into is this idea of that I have of the third tier. Yeah. Okay. Which we've written about. We'll put that in the show notes. Um, it is, it's, it's, it's a great concept of listen, you come into any of these conferences, you're going to like Gary Vaynerchuk, Tim Ferriss, you know, Seth Godin, Corbett Barr, right? Oh, Caleb Wojcik. I could tell he's a big, bald guy. Looks like he's got balloon pants, like massive, massive, something big going on in his pants. Like, I don't know what's, <laughs> what's happening, but like, careful partner. Clearly this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that was an earlier. That was a joke earlier on our on our fizzle foursome phone call. Um, I thought you were going to pull up the wind pants reference from. Like, early, <laughs> I was like heading. Episode. Oh, yeah. wind pants! Wow, dude, that sound that he makes when he walks. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Corbett's running. Corbett. What's interesting is when Corbett has like short legs and really long arms, so it's like. Yeah, it's it's a different rhythm. It's a really it's an interesting syncopated kind of seven yeah. four thing. Um, so <laughs> seven four time. <laughs> one two three four five six seven. One two three four five six. Bring us back, Corbett. Bring us back. Sorry, he was going. getting into it. He was getting into it. So the third tier is this sense that there's going to be people in the room that kind of like everybody knows and this that and the other. And if you for if you could just for a second take a breath. Get your eyes and your heart off of them. Get your intention off of them. Sh- shift that intention towards literally everybody else in the room, and literally anybody around you. The third tier is the sense that um, that there and that you have. You should be, read the blog. Yeah, post. be in the be in the present and pay attention to people that are in front. Because of Because you, you know what, of- you're going to make a crew. This is what happened to me at, at XOXO a couple years ago. Uh, just a random conference. I met some friends at a, at, a, at another conference before at WWDC. Met some friends, and then we were we were all going to the same conference one year. And so we we're like, "Hey, we just kind of we had all just met at this one conference, and we started kind of like just sort of staying in touch via email." You now it's seven months later. We find ourselves at another conference, and about three months before, I was like. I started just saying, listen, you're coming to my town for this thing. Like, let's orchestrate this. Where's everybody staying? What's going on? I decided like to stay with someone in a hotel for, for a little while because it was, then we were, what we did was we made a crew. We descended on that town and we were like, we're a family and we, and we have an open door and there's extra seats at the table. But like, this is a, this, this is our, we are like the internet working family and we all just love each other. And, and we're going to go through this conference together. And we're going to constantly find any ragamuffin that we can that, that, that fits. And, and just, yeah. And it's just fun. Yeah. That changed everything about how I approach conferences. Yeah. Because it is, it is so fun. It's not about, oh, look, got to know this guy. Oh, look, got to know that. Oh, look. But it, guess what? It had to start at a random conference where I didn't know anybody except for one like guy kind of a little bit. And through him, I sort yeah. of met a few others. That is just the magic of this, of this stuff. And when we say conference, we're not talking about paying money for this or that or the other. It's, not, it's just like anytime there's a group of people together. You know, totally. so the the third tier, and I'm just going to make that the the uh, the title of that one, just because there's a lot in that that we can't get into in this yeah. episode. Highly recommend reading that blog post because it, it'll change your perspective, hopefully, on how you look at that room. Okay, okay. So that's that's our top, that's our first four we have right okay, now. Okay, cool. So uh, if you guys have other conference stuff, that's fine. But I'm wondering, there's a couple of things. One is there are other types of 
in-person events, other ways to meet people in person. Yeah. Um, I'd love to cover some of those. And then also we, we talked a little bit about greasing the wheels in terms of, well, we talked a lot about Greece, but there were no wheels involved. Greece. We talked about Greece, <laughs> um, the musical, which is totally unrelated. It's weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there are other tips and tricks and techniques and things that you can do to get on people's radar. We're, we're talking in the about first the TTTs, place. the tips, tricks, and ne- techniques. Exactly, that's what we're talking about. TTTs. So the the T cubed, um, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. we can cover some of those. T three. There's a lot of good T3. stuff. So, so what, what do you got? What do you well, got? so let's let's talk about some other in person events. So this here's one that's a little advanced, but this is uh, something that your friend Ryan Carson has talked about before. Mm-hmm. Put a conference on. You want to oh. become the best known person yeah. in your entire industry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you do. Put on a conference. Host a conference. It mm-hmm. doesn't matter if it's the biggest conference ever, but if you host a conference and you get some people to speak at a conference and you're up there announcing those people, as people look on stage and they see you standing yeah. next to whoever it is that you were able to talk in to come to your conference, and they just yeah. automatically assume that you are yeah. at the same level as But that let's person. think about this for a second, because it, like, it doesn't have to be a... Co- when, you th- when you hear the word conference, you're talking about, like, how am I going to do the badges, and where are people going to buy stuff, right. and where's an event space? No, what if you what if you said, like, hey, we're going to do a meetup of all the designers in the you know Waco, Texas area. Totally. Just come together and do this. Thing. This is something that Dribble does a lot. Dribble. Uh, does a lot and they have the meetups everywhere just to get to know someone, right? Yep. Well, you could do a meetup of fitness professionals in, you know, Pensacola, Florida or something like that, yep. wherever you end up are being just and going really small. Sure. Three people show up and it's really lame or yep. whatever, but it's, but it's a start. It's and, where you start. And if you don't have an audience or like the poll to bring a full conference together, mm-hmm. then volunteer to host something for an organization like mm-hmm. dribble or mm-hmm. like we're having fizzle meetups in 20 different cities later this month. Yeah. So the people who are hosting those are going to be better known than other people at that event yeah. because they had to communicate with everyone. They have to welcome people. Mm-hmm. It's just a way to kind of give you a title that makes it so that you have to get to know everybody yeah. at the event. So um, that's a great way, especially maybe if you're a little shy and you have a hard time, you know, otherwise talking to people, that could be a, a great way to do it. I'm very shy. So how would you guys facilitate that if you had no network and you want to do some sort of local thing? Like reach out to a company that does them somewhere else or go no, online I mean, to like meetup.com or something? I don't know. Yeah, there's a bunch. So, I, mean, I feel like there's a lot There's a lot of things we could do. I mean, we could spend the rest of the episode on it if we really wanted to. Well, you know? well I, we just a, mentioned a, a couple. We give just a mentioned a couple. There are all kinds of sites and uh, organizations that people follow, like Dribble or like um, Creative Mornings. All these different organizations are looking for volunteers mm-hmm. to host meetups in their area. So yeah. that's one way. Or Volunteer find for things that. on Eventbrite. Yeah, yep. exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, or yeah, go on Meetup. So if you don't have uh, you know a poll in terms of an audience, you can announce your events on other sites that have people looking for certain kinds of events. Yeah. And if it's an interesting enough topic, especially like, let's say you're a software developer and you look in your city, you're in Waco, Texas, and there's no meetup for node.js developers, uh-huh. like host that, you know that a few people are going to show up because it's a hot new topic. Yeah. You know? And we used to do this in Portland where it was called beer and blog. Mm-hmm. And the original intention was you just, you go to the, the lucky or the green dragon uh, pub and you'd have a beer, you'd bring your computer and everybody, there'd be like a line of like, you know, 15, 20 people with their laptops open drinking beer kind of talking but mostly just working on our websites totally like it was awesome it was yeah and so go so go to some of those and then uh get to know the organizer and be like hey you know if you need help organizing this at some point or if you need just an extra hand just volunteer also there's really small time things like i'm going to be doing this up in portland uh with with just a couple buddies like just picking a couple people i'm really i've been studying this the hero's journey i've been studying some screenwriting and because i'm enamored by the idea of how this can affect uh marketing and writing and storytelling sort of like in our business and so i'm like okay well here's here's five classic heroes journeys movies mm. uh, i'm gonna do a little film festival quote unquote by where we watch you know five fest- five movies in, in a day and we're just gonna host it somewhere and we're gonna talk about it in between and what it could mean for our business these are all business guys talk, watching these movies and saying like okay so the character had this kind of problem what about the character in your business? Mm-hmm. What kind of problem do they have? Or, and how can we bring a mentor in? What, how does the business, or yada, 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 right? I think two movies in a day might be a better, especially if you're <sighs> going to well, the day. No matter what film festival I do, it's going to be all three Lord of the Rings and then maybe something else. <sighs> That's intense. I could never do that. <laughs> and then every episode of... <laughs> I've, all, I've tried, I would, no, actually, we're just going to watch all the Harry Potters. It's literally more than There's 24 27. hours, I think. Yeah, 27. <laughs> okay, so that's, a, that's one TTT for, uh, for actually 
getting to know people, like a very specific yeah. tactic. Yeah. What else do you have? Well, so that was two, really. One is to sh- just show up to in-person events that aren't mm-hmm. conferences, but just look in your town. There are opportunities every week, especially if you live in a bigger town. All kinds of meetups. Go to meetup.com. Uh, pay attention to blogs in your space and find out where people are hanging out because there are all kinds of things that are a lot of times free that you can attend in your local area. You don't have to spend on airfare or hotel or anything. You just show up to these different events that are going on yeah, uh, and then maybe host one yourself or maybe host a conference. To that end, here's a really cool story. Yeah, uh, It's just a little sidetrack, but uh, Andy Bio is an old school internet guy and he's been around for forever. And he sold, uh, he, had a, he, made a, he made a company called upcoming.org. Mm-hmm. It was a website where you'd put your events. It was really easy for you to say like, okay, I'm in Austin, Texas. And you could see what's going on all around you, right? This, this thing that now it sounds like Meetup and Eventbrite, but there was something kind of like the way that Twitter is very like tech oriented in some ways or very like kind of like nerd oriented in some ways. Uh, this was sort of nerd oriented. Ended up getting really big, sold it to Yahoo. It was great, but then Yahoo just goes, "Okay, we're gonna stop doing this, right?" And so, the, the, for the last like two years, Upcoming.org has been a blank sort of hosted page. Well, he just did a Kickstarter, yeah, and and they bought it back, yeah. From who did they sell it from to? Yahoo. Uh, Yahoo, Yahoo, and then they didn't do anything. with And it. they didn't do anything. And he got in touch and he said, "Listen, can you give me back this the thing? domain? Basically, give me back the domain." Yeah. And so they raised it. They did Kickstarter, and it's and uh, and it actually they bought back everything that they needed. Yeah, and, he and raised one hundred and four thousand so far. Yeah, and they developed. They that's did. Cool. I think it's all done now. That's cool. Um, but this is a cool story for because that's a net, that will be another site that you can check out in just a little bit. Yep. Um, Caleb, you got any other in person things that you want to? What about just one on ones or small, really small groups that aren't uh, public? Well, one thing that I did when I first started working with you was since my wife and I were on a road trip. I was just asking you, like, who do you know in Chicago? Who do you know in Denver? Who do you know in New yeah. York? And mm-hmm. like, whatever existing network you have of people, just kind of put feelers out there and say you're going to be in random cities, and yeah. then just cold email or get the introduction from someone. I would just yep. name drop you or have you email the person and be like, "Hey, Caleb works with me, and he's going to be in your city. Like, have coffee or whatever." And some of those led to, you know, still relationships that I keep to today. And then I see him at conferences later. And Mostly like it was that. with Coke dealers and stuff, right? Yeah, a lot of Coke de- like, you, like your drug dealers, like it's important that you yeah. get that you know, info. It's from just them. the people I hang out with. Yeah. So for me, funny story about that. I was, after college, you know, I got this pamphlet that I, got, I like sent a, a, a postage stamped letter to after college, you know, at whatever, whitehouse.gov or whatever. And they sent me back like, well, here's what you're supposed to do after college. You buy this backpack and go travel around Europe. Yeah. <laughs> like buy a URL pass. And you're like, oh. Okay, I'll do that. But beforehand, my buddy and I, we were planning this trip and we're just <laughs> we're doing exactly that, Caleb. Calling everybody. Hey, who do you know in? Who do you know? Does anybody know anybody in Europe? Does anybody know anyone in Europe? And yeah. We found like four people around Europe. Well, uh, long story short, landed at a place in Ireland we had a place to stay from a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend of a friend who's like, Oh yeah, I think my nephew's out in Dublin. And so I got in touch. He's like, yeah, I'll pick you up from the airport. Right. So we're out there and guess who's with him when, uh, he picks me up from the airport. His name was Jacob. There was this cute little girl there, kind of like fluffy hair and her, her name was Melissa. Uh, it was Melissa Neal at the time. And now it's Melissa Reeves. Cause I said, I need to change that last Somehow name. Somehow you tricked that woman. I tricked that woman you. into marrying me. So just be, so if you're also if you're super lonely and want to have like a yeah. wife or something, you could totally just ask, go to Dublin. Who do you know in and just see what happens? Yeah, roll the dice. <laughs> roll the dice. All right. So any other in person stuff? I'd love to get into a little bit of how do you uh, get to know people online first so that you can take it to the next step in person or so that when you do go to a conference you can think oh who's going to be there and then you have some mm. friends you got tapped it you got you got ttt's for that too yeah i think we all probably okay. do right so uh, i have one more to add yeah. for this in-person stuff this is um you're going to get there and you're going to be all about you because you need to be uh but if you can there's a there, there's a there's a real delicate balance here if you can be other oriented you know either if you can be about them, when I was early on in my business, I didn't know how I couldn't be because I'm, a, I'm a, I was hustling, man. I was hustling. I was hungry. I needed to put food on the table. I need to figure this stuff out because my wife's sitting back home with a you know newborn baby that's like, and I'm I'm going to be in the doghouse for a week just for being here for two days. 
You know what I mean? I so I was like, come back with a, I gotta, I gotta like, make I gotta get a contract count. signed yeah, at this I event. Get, exactly. I gotta make this count somehow. Yeah. Right. Um, and so I was just, I was just hungry, but now my MO is so much more oriented towards who, who, Hippa. <laughs> no, I thought that was, no, I literally thought that was <laughs> Caleb. Yeah. Just DMX barking over He's here. He's on the back. No, that's going, my actual dog. <laughs> yeah. DMX. <laughs> Just, <laughs> oh my goodness. I love the idea of Caleb just rocking out hard to DMX. Yes. Oh gosh. But uh, this concept of, and I'll leave it at this, service of others. And not in any sort of magical, moral, crazy way. Just in terms of like, they are just as effed up and lonely and scared to death as you are. Every single one of them are. Every one of us is scared to death that the people in our lives are just going to go away one day and realize we're a fraud and that we're going to be left alone like a four-year-old in a supermarket. Like, realize that. And, and, and when you get that, like when a it, puppy when it, in a hot car, when it, exactly, when you, when exactly like a puppy in a hot car, if you get that into your soul enough, you just, and you get to a point where you just want to hug the whole freaking world and just say like, until, until all of the, like the loneliness and the worries go away and you care like that, I don't know how you can do it. I don't know how, and it fades in and out, but, but that approach will make you the kind of person that people go, oh my God, I have got to be near this gal more often. Or I, I, you know what? I'm putting on a conference. Who don't want to speak? Oh, who is that one lady who was just? She was awesome. I just had a blast. She was with full her. of help, full she of information. Was, yes, so, yeah. She, as opposed to kind of being a blowhard, being that person yeah. at the party that's like all about themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it should be said. Never tell me how many email subscribers or Twitter followers you have, unless I ask. That doesn't happen too often anymore, but it did happen. It did for a while. Yeah, I was just at a place where I met a bunch of cra- bunch of people. I had no idea who they were. I came home and I started like trying to find them online. Like these people, there's like 170,000 Twitter followers, <laughs> like 300,000 Facebook friends or whatever. And I, like, wow. I was just going like, Oh my goodness. I yeah. had no idea. Yeah. There were writers and musicians and they were just great. Like they, he was just really good at Frisbee golf and he was a funny guy. <laughs> totally. Exactly. And, and like when he wore like dad shorts and he was my age and I get back and I'm just like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. So, but you got to the substance first, which is the totally. guy knew how to play wicked frisbee golf. Totally. Which you think is cool. So then you go to the I next step and you find I don't think that's cool. First, it should be said. Like, that is not cool. So, so Caleb, uh, you got some ideas for uh, how do you break the ice with people offline first before you try to take it online? And sometimes, you know, we should say, a lot of times you can form really great relationships with people that are offline that you've never met in person. And sometimes, um, you know, that can go on for a year or two or whatever before you find yourself in the same place as this other person. And that doesn't mean that you don't really know the person because over Skype and, uh, you know, phone calls and everything else, you can get to know somebody pretty well. And sometimes those turn into great business opportunities and yeah. relationships as well. Uh, and then when you finally get to go to a conference, a lot of times that's the thing that gets you to a conference in the first place is, oh, you know what? I know this guy and this girl and I just, I want to meet them in person and totally. I know that they're going to be at that conference. Yeah. So you go to that and it's like a family reunion. That's mm-hmm. really fun when your first conference oh. is all these people that you want to meet. That's really the heart of the third tier is finding your person, no matter, finding your people, no matter their, where they are in their business or how successful or unsuccessful or what they can do for you, right? Yeah. Just finding that person that you're like, you know what? I like having cocktails with you. Or I like that you and I both don't drink. Or I like that like, you're into this and I'm into th- We're both into the same thing. You find your people and then it becomes more familial like that. More, like real friendships grow that way. Yeah. Versus like, oh yeah, got a deal on a business card set up. For yeah. You, you know? Yeah. If you want to feel that, go to uh, an affiliate marketing conference. Oh yeah. If you want to yeah. feel just dirty yeah. at the end of the day. And you know what? You, you, you can, it's possible to have the kind of, I guess spirit or whatever view of a conference that like you could transform a place like that, you know, just by simply not being that like even at, or at least you can find the five people who are like yeah. decent. Oh yeah. Because everybody kind of has that in them and it's just that nobody, but like, like different cultures sort of evolve. It's like Lord of the flies yeah. or something. Yeah. yeah. Don't take a, don't wear a shirt where it has like a picture of you holding up a check for how much you made that month or something yeah. like that. Like, don't ever do that. Totally. Nobody likes a douche like that. So, Caleb. so what do you got? Yeah, Caleb, you want to kick us off on the... Yeah, so I, th- I think you want to not come on too fast. It's just like meeting anyone in life. You don't want to like freak them out by like how much mm-hmm. you know about them or like asking for too much at the very beginning. So yep. I think just starting through simple social media interactions, like commenting on their stuff, replying to their tweets, uh, commenting on whatever they write on their blog post. You could build that up to an email. If you have a podcast or a platform you want to interview them for, you could do that eventually. But 
I mean, you, you just have to work your way up slowly, I think. And yeah. a lot of the people that I met in person the first time at WDS, I already kind of knew them just from like commenting on their blog and replying to social media, like people like Steve yeah. Cam and you Corbett and other people like that. So I think that it's, it's really easy to like dismiss that stuff. Like social media doesn't matter or like commenting on blog posts, but like if you do it consistently, like every time someone posts or every couple days that they tweet and you reply, like they're going to start to recognize you. And then when they meet you in person, even if you only done it a couple times, like the week before, you meet them, they're going to be like, oh, okay, I recognize you or something. And maybe they checked you out. Maybe they didn't, but at least they know who you are. And it's not just like, I'd a check face. you out. Yeah. I'd, I'd give checking give you someone out. at least a frame of reference. So they've seen your name somewhere. This has happened a lot where you meet someone and you know their name and you feel like a dick for not remembering exactly where you know their name. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times it's just because they commented on your blog a few times. Mm-hmm. And, but then you feel like you have, it's a warm introduction as opposed to a yeah. cold one. Yeah, that that can be huge. That actually worked um, for my wife recently. Um, she went to uh, some gallery openings and just showed up a few times in a row and said hi and you know hi I'm Jesslyn like I love your work or whatever uh, to the gallerist. And then uh, when she went back recently, she went back with the intention of having a conversation about her work. Yeah. Then it was just like, oh yeah, I've seen you before. You you were with so and so, or you were totally. here for the show about such and such. And then it just opened up the context. The floodgates is such a big the, deal like the, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I have a couple here. Um, Caleb, to your point about don't come on too fast. Mm-hmm. I think that's a, that's a really good point. I would add the second point being let it take time. You know, like it's a reiteration don't rush of that. It. Yeah. But yeah, like you're gonna meet someone. Like, and you know what? It's not all gonna happen at this meeting. It's not all gonna happen. Have a have a long term vision for this thing. Because, like, you met, how long ago did you meet Steve Cam, Caleb? Um, almost three years ago. Three in years ago. In person or online? Well, remember, yeah, like, like, I guess what you were, you were looking at him online a little bit because like you knew he was going to some. years ago, like when I first started blogging. Yep. And, and then, then you met him in person, and it was kind of like, okay, we're just sort of three years later. You can call him. You can call him on the telephone if you ever needed anything. Yeah. Right? Because you have context. He understands you're not going to take advantage of him. He understands the kind of person you are. This kind of thing takes time to, to, to grow within between two people, yeah. okay, and between groups of people, yeah. So let it take time. <clears throat> Excuse me. Another thing you you mentioned was um, uh, about names. I have two name tricks, okay. Number one, uh, this is uh, number three in the list, okay. But the first of a name. I just want to get the numbers right. The third number okay. one. Third number. What number one. are we on? So, <laughs> well, I've got several different lists. Okay. At this point, <laughs> we're gonna have to list out all the lists and then Man, list out the bits of. I feel lists. like your your math challenged behavior or nature is really kind of screwing over our list. I, ma- math is a color to me. Yeah, exactly. Is what I'm getting at. Uh, so first of all is, you know what? As soon as you, as soon as you possibly realize it, ask what their name is <laughs> when you don't know it. I like guess as, as soon as they've said something and then you forgot it and then, or like at the, like you ask, Hey, well, I'm Chase and they say something and I'm too self-absorbed to actually listen to it. Or like I just move straight on. Right. right. Then at the con- at the end of that conversation, be like, okay, okay, okay. Wait, what was your name again? Okay, so first of all, that. What was your name again? No matter what. I, I mean, I have baristas that have been serving me coffee for seven years. I keep forgetting their names. And so what do you say? You ask them their name? And so because I made this mistake, I, I've i already like screwed up that right. stuff. Whereas these new baristas in this new coffee shop right by me, I just came in going like, okay, what was your name? And then for like two days in a row, I was like, what was your name again? And I would try and I would get it wrong or whatever, but it was just, it just shows that you care. Yeah. It shows that names are important to you. And then here's my trick for remembering a name that okay. I got this from Mike Pacquion. Okay. Uh, and it actually works. I've been doing it for about three months. Yep. Awesome. Uh, you picture them doing something that their name sounds like. Okay. Okay. All this name stuff is just to get you to take a breath for a second and think for a second right, before right, you move right. on. Yeah. So this is the one that's worked best for me. As I think about them doing something that their name sounds like, right? So Corbett, I'd have to go, okay, okay. I'm going to be thinking this in my head, all right? Mm-hmm. Normally, I actually talk this through with them. So I'm like, okay, hold on, hold on. I'm trying to get your name right. And I, what I normally do is I do this. And, and so Corbett, I would have to think of like a Corvette, right? Sure. So I picture you in this red, cheesy Corvette oh, with like a Miami Vice shirt on, yeah, like in it, Miami. Are we talking T-tops or? Yeah, T-tops, T-tops and, 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 and it's open, So, but you know, it's the T-tops, so it's not like full, like, yeah. like exposed. We're talking thing. Corvette with the big hood. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the big deal. Red, red, and, but you're in Miami and it's just like sundown-ish, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and it's just like, it's cocktail Am hour. I way overly tan? Yeah, it's good. It's good. And I'm like, oh, that, that's, Cor- that's Corbett. 
and I'll, I'll have that for the rest of my life. I will always have that. And they're like, so Jess, I met a girl named Jess and it, I just had, it took a while and I was like, okay, I pictured her like putting me and, and her boyfriend who I knew putting up a, a painting and her going like, Jess a little to the left. Right. You know what I mean? Just, and it's just that some of them have been hard. Interesting. Like I can't meet a Mandy without going handy. Yeah. And now she's handy Mandy. That's okay. And then, but I never forgot her name. Yeah. Never forgot her name. So that's a really good tip because names end up being really important. If you meet someone for five minutes at a bar, uh, and then at a conference and then the next day you're like, Oh, Sam, how's it going, man? It's good to see you again. And you just bring them in like that. You don't need to remember all the details of the conversation recited to them, just their name. And they're just going like they're like it's just it's a powerful thing. Let me uh, let me give you my coward's way out of having forgotten someone's Let's name. Let's do it. Let's do it. When you forget someone's name, if you're lucky enough to have someone else that you know standing next to you when you run into this other person, like yeah. you do at a conference, especially. Mm-hmm. Let's say it's Tom, but I don't remember oh, that it's Tom. I know this. You one. go. Oh, hey, it's good to see you. This is my friend Chase. And you don't introduce them. And you don't introduce them. And then hopefully one of the two yeah. is like, oh, what was your name? Or Tom goes, hey, I'm Tom. I think every, my, here's my hunch. My hunch now that I heard, you're the first person I ever heard say, talk about that. Yeah. Cause I do it maybe a million times. Yeah. Uh, I bet everybody knows that one. Maybe they do. I don't know if I've ever been introduced. I think I can tell when it's happening to me, but I don't know. I can't remember any times. So but you means, don't know. You never actually know. I don't think I ever you know really I mean? actually know. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a good way out. That is, that is, that always happens. Okay. Moving on from name stuff, unless anybody has any more name things, cause we got about two minutes left. Two minutes. Okay. Lightning round. Lightning you, round. All right. Last tip. You go. Last tip. Uh, I'm going to say, uh, that I got a, a two part tip here. Compliments and humor go a very long way. Hmm. Okay. So compliments, meaning, uh, let's say there's somebody that you admire in your space, write a blog post and link to them and say their name in the blog post and tell the world why you think whatever it is that they do is awesome. Just totally unrequited. You're not looking for anything. You just think it's that they're cool. Compliment them and list them somewhere. That, yeah. that, that can get you on someone's radar, especially if you do it on a regular basis. Yeah. And if it's done well, like you sense like a, a little bit of taste and quality in, right. in what you've done. Exactly. You know? And the other, the second part of that is that humor and jokes go a long way as well. Because if you think about it, um, a lot of the best relationships that you have all started with some kind of, somebody made a joke and it broke the ice and, and right away it kind of puts you in a comfortable place with someone mm-hmm. when they're joking around instead of when they approach you like, what do you do? You know, yeah. what do you do for a living or whatever? It's more like, uh, you know, they, they make a joke about something that happened earlier or whatever, or something yeah. that's going on right there. So even if you're not funny or whatever on Twitter, like make a joke to someone or make jokes regularly with someone, mm-hmm. that's a great way to disarm people and to get them to see you as a real person. Like, because real people try to make jokes mm-hmm. a lot, even if they're not particularly funny. Yeah. Um, so think about that. Don't be serious all the time. Try yeah. to try to lighten it up a little. Yeah, because your humor lets me know what your point of view and your perspective is. Yeah, because if you have a, if you crack a joke that's like me, and guys are doing, people are doing this in email to me all the time now because they hear what I'm like and they're like they sense it in themselves totally, and they're just like, oh my god, I'm like this guy, the same way that I did with Merlin Mann. Yeah, right. And then, and then, and then I get those emails, and and it's great, it's great, you know, to to have that and be like, okay, I can tell clearly, like you. You're like me. Like, you get it. Like, you get it. And we're not going to be best friends this week because I've got, I've got enough projects to keep me busy for another 10 years. Right. Okay. So, um, Caleb, I want to ask you this and we'll all go, we'll all go through this. For, yeah. You know, if there's one thing, if there's one thing that you would take away from this, you guys, all right? If there's one thing, given this whole list, given all the things we've talked about, you know, that, that, that you'd tell, this is the, this is what I think. If there's one thing you got to take away from, what would it be, Caleb? So, Every time I go to a conference, I make a Twitter list of the people that I know that are either going to be at it or as I meet people there, I have a Twitter list. Um, Whoa. And then, and that's the only thing I use Twitter list for just because it's really convenient to do so for conferences. Not only because you can like find out what people are up to at the conference and retweet stuff that's happening and stuff like that, but afterwards, do what no one else does. Actually follow up with people afterwards. Like, Whatever you said you were going to do, like send somebody whatever, or oh, I'll introduce you to this person after the conference. Like, stop talking, look down, make a note of it, and then look up and keep talking, and then actually do all those things at the end of conferences. Like, that's made a huge difference for me. Just actually following up with the people I said I would follow up with about exactly what I was going to follow up with them about, and to do it within you know like the first week or two. You don't have to do it like that's a really that's a that's a serious that's probably my favorite rich tip. 
of this. Because nobody that's a real, does it, though. Yeah, that's a solid tip. Just to do that, because you know what you, you hit on? You hit on the intention, which is doing a little research to find out who's actually going to be there. Um, you know, and then, and then just using simple Twitter lists to do that work on the front half of who's going to be there, how do I find them, what are they mm-hmm. talking about. You can spend a little time in that list just kind of like watching what they tweet about and what's going on. So now you have something that might come to mind when you're in the conversation with that person. And then you've already done the work so that afterwards you can follow up with them. Hey, it was really good to meet with you and mm-hmm. talk about X, Y, and Z. Let me know if you ever need help with blah. Yeah, oh, and I offer to help people. So like, for example, I met one of the speakers at Wistia Fest and their company puts on a conference that's in San Diego. And I was like, I just reached out to him. I was like, hey, great to meet you. Great to have dinner that night. If you need any more speakers for that conference, I have a network of people here. I'd be more than happy to introduce you to people that would be yeah. great to speak at your conference. And I, it yeah. wasn't like, I will speak your conference. It was like, I know people that would be willing to speak your conference. Um, Ooh, that's whatever. another really rich tip. So the idea of, of like promoting yeah. yourself, like connecting. Oof. Caleb, wow. Those are some seriously uh, heavy-duty rich tips. You know what Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. So when you're at a conference, <laughs> instead of trying to figure out who you can meet... Try to introduce people you already know at the conference to new people. So I always use the have you met Ted thing from How I Met Your Mother. It's just like you walk up and you're like, have you met this person? Have you met this person? And if not, you just like walk over and do the introduction. Yeah. If you don't know their mm. name, then use Corbett's uh, sheepish yep. little like not say The coward's names. way out. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, those are good. Those are ah, those scaling. are solid. All right, Corbett, what would yours be? If there's one thing from this whole thing, what would, what would it be for you? Just it, it, just in the abstract, do the work before the conference. Don't mm. go to a conference cold. Mm-hmm. I've done this before. I've gone to conferences. Even recently, I've gone to conferences where I had no idea who was going to be there. And I went and I left halfway through because it was awkward. Yeah. I didn't know anyone. I hate having to go up and be like, hey, I'm so-and-so, like over and over again. Yeah. And especially if you're at a conference that... You know, maybe it's not your crew of people. The, if the whole conference isn't filled with your kind of people, then you're going to have to wade through a lot of awkward conversations to find the people that you would want to connect with. Yeah. So do the work ahead of time. Have a few people that you want to seek out. Write people ahead of time and be like, hey, I followed you for a long time. I'd love to say hi at the conference. Like, um, I'll try to find you like on the first day or whatever. Yeah. How cool is that? Yeah, you know totally. what I mean? To know that somebody's looking for you. And then when you show up at the conference, it gives you a goal of, looking for people you can even be like hey i you know i'm chase how are you like hey by the way have you seen tom around because i haven't met him yet but we've talked online and i really want to meet him and and it's a good way to break the ice with people as well you have a mission you're looking for certain people yeah mission is is actually a good word for that because it just gives you a little bit of direction and something to pursue instead of like getting that shame spiral of standing in the corner feeling like Uh "Uh, i don't know who to talk to yeah yeah, yeah. that's the worst i mean for me it's like you know this this is really so hard it really can be so like Nobody likes to feel like a loser, like an idiot, like like the odd man out. Like you know, you know nobody likes to feel like that, and it just feel so like that in these moments, like mm-hmm. all the time, all the time. I remember coming home late from a, um, an event at WWDC, going like, "Why do I even try? Like, what is the point? Like, this is so freaking." This I feel like crap right now. Yeah, I've been just extending my soul, trying to be someone. I don't even know if I am this person. Like you know, it's so unnatural. It's so hard. Wait, you're saying you go to the edge of a full on existential crisis? <laughs> of course, I, I do that when I like wipe my butt. <laughs> I don't know who I am. Anymore. But if I do it like this, like, what does this say about me? <laughs> but uh, so so to me, first and foremost, it's just that like, man, we all have a hard time with this. This sucks. So don't make it like a big thing. Don't try to, I don't know. I guess I would say, make sure you go read that third tier article because I put it, I put it together. And, if I had to take one thing out of this, read this blog post. Read I this wrote. blog post. I wrote. Seriously though, because it, it really encapsulates this idea of, of why we feel that shame and how you can just flip that completely on its head. But because, because you're trying to get these kinds of results from this thing instead of, Kind of like you said earlier, Corbett, just this this concept of being present. Mm-hmm. And it's one that anybody can say, oh, be present, be present, be present. Nobody knows how to be present. So in that con- and that and that's what I was getting at in this post is is actually a framework for like an actual vision for how to like look at this in a way that empowers and inspires you instead of makes you feel like a piece of shizer. 
yeah. at the very end. Like, I just hated it. Yeah. You just said Scheiser so you didn't have to hit the marker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The marker stuff. Because, you know, we're sensitive. We don't, we, if you're driving, if somebody's driving around right now in a Toyota minivan, Previa. a couple kids in the back. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I, I mean, I really want to say the words that are in my heart. The F word's in my heart because it's just a wonderful word. Mm-hmm. It's an amazing word. Friendship. <laughs> I have been Chase Wardman Reeves. <laughs> I've been. Corbett, man, I got a pee. Bar. <laughs> I've been Caleb Friendship Logic. Oh! <laughs> so there you have it. Fizzleshow.co slash 61. That's where you'll find all the notes and links for this episode, including I list out all the tips that we mention in this episode. It's a great resource, big old list. Uh, <laughs> but that's but that is that is not all. Jim Rohn video. I put it embedded in the website page. And you will see just how good Corbett nailed his voice. Okay? <laughs> All that and more at F-I-Z-Z-L-E-Show.co slash 61. Fizzleshow.co slash 61. Here's a rating from Sean Riggles in Australia. He says, bringing back the fun. Five stars. I love listening to these guys uh, with their incredible humor. The blog is filled with great information and personal insights, which is a massive bonus. Listen to Fizzle if you want to learn and be reminded that being an entrepreneur doesn't have to be a life of torture and sacrifice. Thanks, guys. Oh, thanks so much, Sean. What a great review. If you liked this show uh, or any of the other ones, please leave us an honest rating in iTunes. It doesn't cost you much, and and it does really help other people find the show. Just search for the show, Fizzle Show, in iTunes, in the iTunes store there, and click Write a Review. Listen, meeting new folks isn't easy, but it doesn't have to be super, super, super hard either. My hope for you is that you could find yourself and then somehow just be yourself unabashedly when you walk into any room. That as you meet new people, they can sense your acceptance of yourself because that's where the real good stuff happens. Find care, take care, serve hard, and dig in. Thanks. I'll talk to you next Fizzle Friday.